You're listening to the Get the Pancake Podcast, helping volleyball coaches have their best season yet. Hi, coaches. This is Whitney from the Get the Pancake Podcast, which is a podcast for volleyball coaches. Since a lot of you are in the beginning of a season right now, I want to talk about one of the more basic contacts that we can have on the ball. And although it's basic, it also leads to aggressive volleyball, which is one of my favorite parts of volleyball is being aggressive. I'm going to be reading an article to you today from getthepancake.com. And I'm also going to add a little bit of commentary as we go along. Now, this article is titled Back Row Attack Progressions, Learning to Downball and Attack from the Back Row. I specifically wanted to share this article, one, because it's an older article, so it tends to get lost, but it is solid. I I love running this drill, especially with younger teams. I've had success running this drill with players from fourth and fifth grade, up to about freshman sophomore level this is going to be more for beginner slash intermediate players so whether they have no volleyball experience or maybe a year or two of experience i think this is going to be a good drill for them because one of the things that i learned early in my coaching career is that pretty much everybody has fun spiking or attacking or serving you know, when we just get a whack the ball, that's that's when a lot of players will have a really good time. There's another reason that I wanted to share this drill with you, and that is I've seen in various Facebook groups people asking, you know, what do you teach first? Do you teach the arm swing, like how to hit the ball, how you make contact, or do you teach the footwork? And honestly, I can understand both sides of that argument. I'm gonna share what I prefer to teach first, and I think that will become clear as we get into this drill as well. My preference is to teach the arm swing, and not not even like the full arm swing, not whipping our arms back and then up. I just want them to be able to high-five that ball. That's the cue word that I use, you know, give the ball a high-five. And for most players, you're going to see pretty close to proper form if you tell them to do that. And the reason I would prefer to start with the arm swing is because footwork is not going to get the ball over the net. Hitting the ball is going to get the ball over the net. So even if the players know their footwork, but they don't know how to contact the ball, it doesn't really matter in that beginning stage. Your argument might be, well, if they can't get to the ball, how are they going to hit it? And I find that players will naturally understand how to position themselves underneath the ball to hit it, even if it's not quote unquote volleyball footwork. But as you'll learn with this drill, they're going to be learning arm swing and footwork in one drill in the span of about 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and it's all going to come together. So if you want to do arm swing first, do arm swing first. If you want to do footwork first, do footwork. 
they can learn it in one or two drills, one or two practices. It's up to you. Whatever makes most sense to you that you can explain to your players. My personal opinion is that if we focus on footwork first, we're probably not going to get the ball over and not have a successful contact. And even if it's not pretty, I'd rather have the right contact on the ball and a chance of it going over and motivate players to want to get better at that skill. Because the more success that you have early on, I've noticed that the more players are willing to continue to try and grow. The opposite example of this a lot of the times is setting where most players will struggle with that setting and they lose all interest because it's too hard. That's not the case all the time, but there's a little more finesse to that motion. Whereas with hitting, with serving, most of your players will see a little bit of success by getting the ball over. It might not go in and it might not be you know, placed perfectly, but if they can see that ball go over the net, they're going to be hooked and they're going to want to get better. So that's why this drill progresses from down ball to back row attack. Players will learn the arm swing first, and then you'll introduce the footwork after their confidence is already a little bit higher. Okay, so I'm just going to read the article, as I mentioned, and then make comments as we go. Imagine your team has just had a bad contact on the first ball over the net. The pass doesn't quite make it up to the setter, and another player just passes it high and on your side. What do you think happens next? In most instances, especially with younger or less experienced teams, they just send a free ball over the net to the other team. It's called a free ball because it's like a nice present for them. But what if you could still send an aggressive attack over instead? This is where down balls and back row attacks come into play. Teaching your team to be more aggressive pays off, and this fun drill is a great way to introduce these skills. I've found that this works well for 12U, 14U, middle school, and freshman teams who need to learn to be more aggressive. Heck, even JV and varsity teams could benefit from a more advanced version, which I include at the end of the article. I also like to run this drill at volleyball camps and clinics. Why? It's fun. And the way it's set up allows players a lot of contacts in a short amount of time, plus includes a little conditioning. I do want to go over a couple of definitions for the terms used in this article, just so we're all on the same page. First, a down ball. A down ball is when we take a swing at the ball as if we were in the front row, but we stay down on the ground instead of jumping. I like to teach my volleyball teams how to hit a down ball with these steps. One, move so that you are underneath the ball. Two, take the same two steps just before contacting the ball, which is going to be right left for right-handed hitters. And if you've already taught them how to do their approach, this is pretty much the same last two steps of your approach in the front row. Third, we're gonna have the players find the ball with their left hand. Again, this is for right-handed hitters. Just reverse everything for lefties. And then we're gonna swing at the ball and make contact at the highest point of your reach 
slightly in front of the body. The ball needs to go up first before it goes over, so there will be a slight angle to your attack. Just to summarize, get under the ball, take your last two steps of your approach, which is going to be right-left, find the ball with the left hand, and then swing when it's at that highest point of your reach, which is basically like giving it a high five. So that's what a down ball is. Then we're going to progress into a back row attack. A back row attack in volleyball is essentially the same as your approach in the front row, except for you must jump from behind the 10 foot line or the three meter line. That's a very simplified explanation of what a back row attack is. It's technically more complicated than that, but um, if you want to learn more about those rules, click the link in the show notes to come to this article, and then there will be more links in the article. Okay, so we're setting up our down ball to back row attack progression drill. How do we want to get this set up? First, we want one player in left back just behind the 10 foot line and one player in right back just behind the 10 foot line. We're going to have extra players get into lines behind the hitters, but off of the court. This will give our hitters on the court adequate room so no one gets stepped on. And then we are going to have a coach stand in right front on the hitting side. So you're on the same side as your players. You'll have a ball cart on the opposite side of the net directly across from you. And this is very basic, but don't worry, we will be adding a middle back and a setter later. Now there are four progressions to running this drill. The first progression is hitting down balls from left back and right back. We're gonna spend three to four minutes on this progression or until everyone has hit five to six times. The coach will toss the quote unquote set to left back and right back in turn. To make your court very loud, I only toss if the players call for the ball. On my teams, in the left back we call blue and right back we call red. You might switch that or call something else. I don't really care what you call it as long as the players are calling for the ball. Next, we want to toss the ball high so that it will land just on or behind the 10-foot line in front of your player. This way they're not going to be violating any back row attack rules. Now, once an attempt has been made to hit the ball, that player will shag their ball, place the ball in the ball cart, not throw it at you, and get into a new line. This is whether the hit goes over the net or not. Once they've attempted it, they have to filter through. Now the next player in line steps onto the court. They're ready to hit the next toss. Coaches will toss to a new hitter and the cycle repeats. So basically, you're just tossing high to left back, high to right back, making sure that they call the ball all the time. They're attempting to down ball the ball, so they're staying down on the ground, giving it that nice high five, and then running to grab their ball or shagging it and putting it back in your ball cart. It's very important that they do not roll it back or throw it at you, coach, because you're not paying attention. And that's a good way to make me mad is if a player throws the ball at me. So make sure you're clear ahead of time on those expectations. Okay, so we've done that for three to four minutes. Now it's time for progression two. We're going to hit down balls from left back, middle back, and right back. Again, another three to four minutes or until everyone has hit five to six times at least. 
We're doing the same exact thing as we did in our first progression, but now we have middle back hitting as well. Depending on where you have your player standing, your middle may be closer to the net or further back. My middle backs are usually a couple of feet from the end line, so they'll be just a few feet into the court, and that's where I'm going to have them practice hitting from. If you have them stay deep like I do, make sure that they stay deep. They will start to creep towards the net as the drill goes on. Remember, you're only tossing to players if they are calling for the ball. I have middle call white, so it's blue, white, red, red, white, blue. Um, when I was in high school, we all just called 10, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. And I'm just going to tell you from experience, this is one of the most fun drills to run because your players will get insanely loud because they think it is hilarious to be yelling out colors and they'll just get red in the face yelling blue, 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 blue. It's fun. Have you ever watched a player serve a volleyball and thought to yourself, her toss is all over the place. If she just had a more consistent toss, she could be such a great server. Well, if you have thought something like that, I have some exciting news for you. If you wanted to, you could probably change that athlete's playing experience with just one or two private lessons. Of course, you could work with this athlete in practice and offer tips and advice over the span of a few weeks and then maybe see some improvement. However, if you've coached a team before, you know that it's really hard to spend even a couple of minutes with just one player. And you also know that as soon as you turn your back or walk away, they're most likely going to go back to their bad habits. But let's change the setting. It's just you, the player, and a full ball card. Maybe mom is on the sideline, but there aren't any distractions and 100% of your focus and the players is on their form, specifically that crazy toss. Although the progress is entirely up to the athlete, I can almost guarantee that after just one session, their toss will improve. In a private lesson, you are essentially fast tracking their skill development because all of your attention is on them. You're not yelling general corrections and pointers to a group of 12 teenagers while you mosey around a court. You're telling this one player specifically what she needs to change, what she's doing well, and she has the opportunity to practice in a setting where she won't be judged by her teammates as she's trying these new techniques. I could go on and on about the benefits of working one-on-one -on -one with athletes or even in small groups, but instead, I'm just going to recommend that you check out my latest book, Private Lessons, A Volleyball Coach's Guide to Getting Started. Just go to getthepancake.com and check out the books tab. Here you can learn more about what's in this new book, who it was written for, and if I think it's right for you. Seriously, go check it out. If you've thought about running private lessons before but weren't sure where to get started, this book is for you. Once you get started, you'll realize that the benefits of running private lessons extend far beyond improved tosses. Um, okay, third progression. Now we're going to be hitting a back row attack from a toss. Before we jump into this progression, we are going to spend about two minutes reviewing proper footwork so that the players have it fresh in their mind. Have them all do it with you. For a back row attack, I would probably just have players do a three-step approach. So 
For a right-handed hitter, it's going to be left, right, left. So the same two steps that they just took, basically, but add one more step to give them a little momentum. We're going to make sure that our left back and right back players maybe take a step backwards so they do have room for their approach. Remember, if they step on that 10-foot line or over the 10-foot line and then jump, it's going to be called a back row attack. Whether it really is or not, they'll get called for it. Okay, so we're going to toss our quote-unquote set high and slightly in front of the hitter who is calling for the set. Don't toss it right to them. We're leading them into their attack because they do need to take that approach. And just as before, they're going to rotate as they did in the previous progression. And I want you to encourage players to switch lines and hit from different positions. We will spend a little extra time in this progression because this is a little more advanced. Might go a little more slowly, um, but I think about five to six minutes or until all of your players are mostly successful. All right, now we're going to go into our last progression, progression four, and that's going to be hitting a back row attack from a set. Before this progression starts, if you have a younger group and maybe their setting isn't that accurate, emphasize to the players that this is all about saving the ball and trying to be aggressive. Don't let them complain about the sets not being perfect. When it is a back row attack, it's usually going to be unexpected. It might not be exactly in the same place every time. And just make sure that the setter's doing their best to make sure that the ball is set high and that the players are adjusting their approach and still just taking a swing. If the set is low and they need to downball the ball, that's fine too. Have them make that decision. We're going to move the coach and the ball cart to the middle back of the court, and that's going to be just on the side of the middle back line. I do recommend that you pick a setter based on ability rather than asking for volunteers because, I don't know, sometimes the girls that aren't the best setters, they always want to try setting in these drills if you ask for volunteers and that just really slows the drill down. So pick players who are going to be able to keep the drill going. So have the setter start in right front and set to players who are calling the ball loudly. Remind your setter to set in front of their hitters, not directly to them so that they have room for an approach. And if you have another setter or wanna mix things up, I would say change setters after five minutes or so. I've found that players can do this progression for about 10 minutes before they lose interest, even though they are going to be having a blast. Uh, so I do suggest cutting it off while it's still fun instead of letting it run for too long. A couple of notes on this drill. It does really get players talking. As I mentioned before, there's just something about yelling blue, 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 blue that gets even the most quiet teams communicating. And I want to stress that I withhold tosses if players are not doing their footwork properly. If you have to yell left, right, left for every player, do it. I will slap the ball for every player and say left, right, left, slap the ball, left, right, left, slap the ball. And you got a lefty it comes up right, left, right. Now, as I mentioned, if you do have an older team, you can make this drill more challenging for them by marking off targets on the opposite side of the net with cones. Back corners are always popular and you can set up different goals or go for time with older players. 
I do want to stress that even young players can do down balls and back row attacks. It just takes a little practice before these players feel comfortable in a match. But once you get at least one player to do it, all the others will start too. This is because parents go absolutely crazy cheering for a back row attack or a down ball. And positive reinforcement is such a big motivator for volleyball players. As always, feel free to make adjustments. I encourage you to make modifications and test out different ways to run this drill because I think that it will make you a better coach. Once your team knows how to hit down balls and back row attacks, I really like to play the down ball game which can also incorporate back row attacks, and a drill called one touch, two touch, three touch Columbus. I know that one's a mouthful, but it emphasizes using all three touches on the ball and is especially great for younger players. So that was the article from getthepancake.com. I do have a drill diagram if that is easier for you, showing the different progressions and how you set up on the court. Again, the article was back row attack progressions, learning to down ball and attack from the back row. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Get the Pancake podcast. I am having a blast with these episodes and would really like to hear from you. If you want to leave a review, I suggest doing so in your favorite podcasting app where you listen to your podcast. And if you have any requests, I would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to me through Get the Pancake on Instagram or send me an email. That contact information is just Whitney at GetThePancake.com. Let me know what you think of the show. Let me know if there's anything you'd like to hear more of, less of, anything like that. (laughs) I just, I want to make a great show for you that you find useful. And the best way for me to learn if this is benefiting you is to hear from you. So again, thank you so much. And I can't wait to have you back for another episode next week.